So we can start talking about Birdman. Yes. <laughs> Birdman. 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 Or the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that this crazy man, this Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu, made? Why he makes such a name? Of the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Absolutely crazy. No. I love it. I, well, I don't love, I don't it. love it. I don't yeah. love it, but I I like it. Like first when I heard uh, it was Birdman, and then there was this funny weird subtitle, and I thought, oh, I don't understand it. But yeah. then, but I when I started so watching the movie. And the undertitle came. Mm -hmm. uh, suddenly, I was like um, illuminated. Like it was very clear. It's it's about the. It really says a lot about the film. What you are going to see and about the the emotions of the characters. It's, but why it's, unexpected? Unexpected because it's some. It's a surprise. It's it's something that they don't drive at. It's not the virtue of ignorance that they know to be the virtue, but it's the unexpected uh, virtue of it. It's it's something for the characters to that Michael Keaton is n trying not to think about it, not to is he tries not he, he he's too clear in his mind and he cannot be naive about his career and art. Uh, so he and he's trying to. Uh, is trapped in this reality of being self-critical about his art and his career and it is the unexpected virtue of the ignorance of art and of his career that why the ignor ignorance has virtue it because it's the virtue of that ignorance what? it's 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 the because we are um because we are taught about <laughs> that we are we are uh, taught to think certain virtue virtues like in Whiplash the virtue of technical master mastership mm -hmm. and torturing yourself as a career is the virtue of uh, artist in Whiplash but in in Birdman the the virtue is to not be ignorant or uh, naive about your career and art it is to be extremely critical about it and perfectionist. Uh, that it values something, and if you do entertainment or something like that, it's not regarded as art, to, uh, art, uh, high high quality art. So it is the virtue of not being ignorant. But so the title suggested the opposite realization of the unexpected virtue of really being ignorant about it, because it's it's kind of a joke also, because it's the unexpected virtue of uh, that how happy you you might be if you would be ignorant about or naive about these kind of things and not be so self-critical about it. So I I don't understand why because all that I can see from the film myself. I don't need it to be told in the title. I, I think it's crazy to give it in the title. I don't have to see the film if I have the title. I want to see the film and see it myself. <laughs> but That's why I can't understand this. Yeah, but it's it's the same. It's a, it's a joke. It's... I can see it in the film. Okay, I don't get the joke. Yeah, but it's it's kind of the same. Yeah. It's it the the whole uh, 
under title is itself is kind of a self-referring joke because like um if that makes any sense like that uh think about movies like uh doctor strange love it also has this un uh, under title which, mm. which goes like doctor strange are or how I, how i stop worrying and love the atomic bomb yeah so it's a stupid subtitle why do we have such a yeah, big long subtitle why? that explains the movie and yeah. and before we even see it but yeah. it's, it's part of the joke they're both comedies ah, and yeah, it's yeah. it's a kubrick's way of you know uh bringing that humor up and it it really fits into the movie dr strange love it's it's so perfect to have that subtitle because um in that movie it's it's uh I, I don't know if I can explain it correctly, but it's kind of um, it's a very kind of hard for me to put it into words. It's it makes it's a satirical movie about a certain uh, mentality of in America about that time period and that atomic bombs, and it's a, it kind of feels like it refers to some kind of like uh, educational films or where they they have these kind of titles how mm. to prevent uh, how to stay safe in a in the situation of an atomic bomb attack you know ah, or okay. how, what to do you know like yeah, yeah. what they show in the schools and uh, all yeah. these kind of things and it's kind of a satirical joke about um about how this movie now uh because the the title says that how you stop worrying and how you start loving atomic bombs, which is not the case of the movie. So it's a satirical a notion of um, of making a, a commentary, you know, like about what, what about uh, that education, like that that sort of uh, yeah, thing. Yeah. I don't know how to. It's really hard for me to explain yeah, it right I now. So so in Birdman, I feel like it's the same thing. It's it's a joke about the meaning of that 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 movie and that art it's, it's a lot of self-referring uh element in it and i feel it's it's it fits with the movie it, it's part uh -huh. of that universe it's part of the team and part of the thing and you you said that you didn't understand the title so it didn't ruin the movie for you no, no <laughs> so why do you care <laughs> Yeah, except that it bothers me to have such a stupid thing in the name. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. So this is the thing I don't. It's like. kind of like you know, like the it's, it's, the, it's the Birdman, which is the the entertainment. You know, I think the movie, the, the title itself, the whole title already explains <laughs> so much about the character. Yeah. That that the the. The, the name is Birdman, which is the entertainment, the superhero concept. If it would just be Birdman, it would sound like something like Ant-Man or Superman or Batman. And it's mm. Birdman. It's like mm. superhero. But then it's it's but then the subtitle is the the self critical, self referring men, men, mental ma, uh, image of Michael Keaton himself referring to the movie itself yeah you know, but it's... that's in the movie already i don't I yeah don't but understand. That, but but it's also in the title okay the title if, if it would be just birdman then it wouldn't explain it wouldn't refer to everything in the movie it's i but think it I, just fits but uh, like the... whiplash 
I don't need more than whiplash. I see the film. Yeah, but, and then we, but whiplash is not about the same thing as Birdman. No, no. Okay. Okay. It's uh, for me difficult to understand jokes. So. That's well, well, well. Did you uh, like the humor in the Birdman? Did you like the jokes? Not in this name. But the film, movie, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean the movie. movie. Yeah, Did you movie, laugh? yes. Oh God, but that's, I'm an expert in that. I, I love the visual things. So, um, what you know that that uh, with this film, I had this problem in the beginning when it started. Mm -hmm. I, I went to see it in the theater in a big screen, and when it started, it was the texts were kind of came one letter here, one letter there, and the other letter, and oh, I thought, oh, how tiring! In the beginning already, no, <laughs> I thought, oh, what can I do? It's also tiring. What well, this man is jumping around, and you know, they have, they were in not in order the. Letters came and they were not in order and they were jumping and they were separately <laughs> and and then suddenly in the middle of all of it I thought that because I've come to see Berman and I love Inari too mm -hmm. so from his mo former movies so I I take the attitude that let him be so <laughs> I let him be and on the moment I accepted it it was okay. Mm -hmm. That, then it was okay from the, the oldest letters. Mm -hmm. I, I took it as okay, that's Inaritu. And then, that's all the Latinos. Mm -hmm. this, this is also Pedro Almodovar. Yeah. They love, Latinos love color and drama and moving and, no? <laughs> all this. Exactly. It, nobody else would do it but Latinos. But it's very so, different from. In Arito's previous films? Oh no, I think not, because he didn't have that kind of lettering in the others. But <laughs> for him, for him, that was um, um, that was as in Arito. Mm. For me, that was his soul. It's him. Like Pe Pe Almodovar makes always in the beginning of his films and in the end, these colors and pictures and things and moving and it's it's. It's part of the enjoyment. Mm. So then I realized that, okay, this is in a ritual and that's his enjoyment. That's, that's the enjoyment in it, and I love it. Then it was okay. It was like flowing. Mm. These Latinos, these crazy people, they they take you and they... You know, so you had to put it into a context yeah. somehow. Yeah, they color it and they they... What do you call this when you take the bag and you... You shake it? Shake it. You shake it and you color it and that's Latinos. <laughs> and all these Mexicans and uh, Spanish and all these people. So the film, the movie was like that too. It's full of surprises, inner little surprises. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. It was full of them. Yeah. All the time. He's doing that in all his films. Surprises here and there, and you know, you never expect. So that was unexpected, really. So, on, on the other hand, the name 
with the word unexpected <laughs> describes Inaritu very much. <laughs> but I I don't I don't feel like that about his other movies. That's why I, what I mean about that I it's, feel like it, that. It, that it's different. Like it it's very same in the sense of drama because mm. the thing was that when when Ina, when Birdman was coming out, the thing that I first heard that it's a comedy and that shocked me a lot because Inaritu so far has not made any comedies. No, he they hasn't. Are always drama. And they're yeah. really heavy. They heavy are really drama, they, heavy. and they went more and more heavier and like yeah. like bubble. And then there was the beautiful, beautiful, uh, Be- yeah, beautiful, beautiful, Beaut- yeah, which was A really sad. Behavior. Yeah, and, and the twenty-one grams. Yeah, and terrible thing. And the <laughs> so this, so for, to to hear that Inaridu makes a comedy was like unbelievable. Like but I didn't I know think... how to even th- think about it. And then when seeing the movie, uh, to see that Inaritu has this this ability to really make that it it I feel it was really uh, comedy. Like um, <laughs> I, I yeah, it was very very uh, funny and very colorful and very unexpected and all these kind of elements and i i didn't feel like that of his previous movies um of of that what you what you were saying that that is kind of jumping they are kind of uh, astute you know they are kind of focused no, only, on, no. on certain like th- there is a steady kind of uh, of course it it shows spanish life or latino lifestyle like in amoras perros which is very can be very wild and jumpy, but it. The, I feel like the movie wasn't jumpy itself, like like this one. This was really wild kind of way of telling telling a story, but but behind that all, Inaritu kept it very similar to his other films in the, in in terms of the drama and the intensity of of the concept. That it was really also quite heavy in some ways. I feel. Well, I think that this, for me, this was not a comedy. <laughs> See, for you, it, you just said it's a real comedy. But it, for me, this was not a comedy. I, It's funny things there, but there are also other funny things in this other film. So, heavy, he makes heavy things. He can't help it. But I think what's different between this and the other ones he has done is that now he got the full bloom. Mm. This was very sure of himself. And that's why he got um, a claim from it and Oscar. Mm. Because he came to me, came with full power, full security of himself, with real what he, he knows what he's doing. He always knew what he's doing, I'm, I think. Mm. But now he like show it that okay take it i give it to you and he's you see the difference it was like with describing with the word full bloom now he's in yeah full bloom. i think yeah it was budding before I but i i don't mean that he was ju- only the letters were jumping in the beginning but we can say that also there were um the build up of his other aroma amores perros and Babel and all, mm. it goes from place to place. It goes from scene to scene in different people change. Yeah. Suddenly there's something else like the man with the 
dogs. Yeah. In the end, he suddenly cleans up himself and goes away and something else completely. And he goes into the house of his... Uh, oh, where? What? Dog? In Amores Perros. Ah, in Amores Perros. Okay. He goes into the house and changes the photo album, the, his head in it and all kinds. Yeah. He makes surprising things. This yeah. Inaritu makes always, that's what I mean, his luck. Yeah, his, that's, that's, uh, that I agree and that, that's... He shakes us and he colors us. Yeah, that's, that's also, I agree that like... Babel but that, and that, that's the thing about what Inaritu always has been is that it's... Um, he has always experimented time and space in movie, how to tell a story. Amores Perros like free, free individual stories yes. that kind of collide with each yeah. other. Uh, mm -hmm. It was, was very interesting. And and then and then 21 Grams. He he straight off next he he went really much more experimental with shows confidence that he. He already his mind is set from the beginning to how well, how he wants to explore movies yes. and that's why he's always been so uh, such a strong director and movie making maker. Original, very yeah. original. And in Twenty One Grams, he really cuts up the whole movie into very little scenes and mm. ra randomly puts them out of order just to kind of and that he want he said that he wanted to stimulate simulate more like a memory and like how life is the life yeah. is like just little pieces of scenes so instead of chronological chronological narration it becomes a narration of memory and mind so how that's... how we how we how we how we think and feel about life hmm. and then and in, yeah babel. yeah and then babel he uh, again puts like uh, kind of individual point of views of of that are tied into place and time but how they connect still to one each other kind of like Amores Perros but a little bit more and so, he expanded the idea and I don't well beautiful is more straightforward drama more mm. simple but I feel like in Birdman like just what you say no, is like but I want to say in the between now ah, okay. comment for that is that if that's not jumping so what is jumping well if I don't you change the places and arrange them and all kinds and make yeah He's I mean yeah I know he I... shakes us so okay so you mean the technical the narration the... of because I thought you were talking about the characters and the the story like the the people no, because Birdman just... was very like that's what I mean about the comedies that it's very light-headed in his in its way of how one thing to, goes to another and how the characters kind of are uh, in like kind of uh, ignorant or kind of uh, self they're, they are very humorous characters they are very satirical uh, personalities and it's a very surrealistic movie it's very dreamlike and so it's very different from what is heavy drama sad movies from before and like it's like um yeah yes but here that's, that's what i mean yeah but here this rig rigan mm -hmm. this birdman rigan he it, for me it's all about 
his life and he's a really heavy person. You know, he has a, that's all about the film is how he's going to lighten himself. Yeah. So it's not really a light comedy. It's not a, I don't say it's light comedy. It's, there is light headed mindedness. It's very, it's so clear how you. It's a comedical it's... way of doing the like. But Edward Norton and he's are fighting the. Uh, yeah, it's it's a joke. So yeah, it's a and, joke. and these it's kind of com- things you don't find in other Inarito movies. Yeah, you no. You don't find Edward Norton in... fighting Michael Keaton in boxers or. Uh, but it's underwear. not bad. It's good <laughs> that it's all this way happen because he's now in full bloom. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was catching that thing like. You know, he's fighting Edward Norton, and Edward Norton is acting with the drugs. He had this drug business, and uh, he drunk, no? He had, drug? And he was, was, I don't think there was drug. Something was there. Emma, Emma, what's... was in Emma Stone, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Emma so, Stone was, was Norton, about marijuana. And... No, no, but Nor- Edward Norton character, mm-hmm. he comes there, and he's doing... No, like no moral things. He's trying to to make sex in the on the stage with uh, Naomi Watts. Yeah. And in the stage, in this thing, and they could have done it in a way, but Naomi got angry. So anyway, mm. so he's not going by rules. Edward Norton in that film is not going by rules, and in and he starts to fight with uh, and making troubles in this. Mm-hmm. and all kinds of troubles he's, it's so funny that, that's funny when he makes the troubles but he's really making troubles and that's heavy troubles <laughs> put more troubles on that heavy man but, <laughs> but that's the only way I think that's the only way Regan get, can get rid of his past when he has this heavy load on, put on him no, Edward mm. Norton is throwing filth on him mm. Edward Norton comes and throws filth on him in, uh, you know, in spirit, mm. all the time, and like a heavy load. Yeah. So he's a marvelous character. He's a wonderful actor in this film. He's in acting as an actor. Yeah, he was amazing. He's, yeah, he's doing the double uh, act in that. Oh, what do you mean? He's acting, acting in Inaritus film, but he's also acting as an actor, which is he's ah, yes. performing beautifully. He's, yeah. It's amazing that he's doing that. Yeah. He's acting double, like himself and the actor, and he makes a lot of troubles, and he don't care at all. But that's very good for Birdman, and Birdman doesn't agree, but it's good anyway for him. He needs all that to get lighter. We we can see from the beginning we have the state. The st- it all begins with him in his um, study room, levitating, mm. going up in the air. Mm. And I thought, oh, I really love that. I knew that this is going to be a good movie when I saw it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, great, because beautiful shots. But it's a statement for the whole film. Like, what Batman wants is to get lighter. 
to get a load of his terrible life and uh, what media has done out of him. This is a media film also. Mm. So he's levitating. And what what is wonderful, I think, in it is that we see his thoughts as a visual. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's his thoughts. He's not levitating. I don't believe in shit and that he Yeah, and all the telekinesis things that he's moving objects. With his yeah, mind yes, and... I, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, we are seeing his thoughts as a visual, and that's a, a privilege for us. It's mm. wonderful. We just sit there and watch it. Mm. It's best thing in the whole film, I think, that we can see his thoughts. Mm. Yeah. For me, that was the best. It's very visual. So, in order to make surprises, like uh, what I stated in the beginning, was that uh, he shakes us and he makes colors color us. Uh, so he makes surprises. Mm. Uh, you just sit there and take it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's why I love it in Arito, in all his films. It gives you surprises and well, very well, and statement of life in the same time. Uh, I really, I really love Inaritu and how he explores the time and space in movies. He, I, I love his how he thought that 21 grams that he has to cut the movie just because he thinks that it doesn't represent life as accurately to put it in chronological order. And I, I just respect that so much. I, li- I like his way of thinking, and I, I, I really connect to that. And Birdman for me was such an enjoyable experience because of the one-shot method, and that, mm. and and the, the the idea that like in one camera swoop, the whole time can go to days. You know, like suddenly mm. we are in a in the um, on the staircase or somewhere, or like going next to the stage, and then and then we uh, turn the camera to the stage, and we are already performing a preview of the play that yeah. has taken hours to from the previous moment that the camera took when when it turned around and I, yeah. feel, I I really like how we just jump in diamond space all the time without having to actually cut the camera this is something very um, again unique that I, I really uh, well not maybe unique uh, many people have I think maybe done it but like something that I feel like um, I haven't seen that much and even even uh, um, well Kaspar No has done that a lot uh, mm-hmm. in his movies like Irreversible and Enter the Void he did mm-hmm. the same one camera move thing and um, but here I really really enjoyed the Inaritus way of how he achieved it, I loved it, and... Yeah, so... The next thing I want to say about it is uh, that the... Exactly that, that I think also that the cinematography was perfect, beautiful, the whole, it was so visual, so good, and... Then uh, there is this, uh, for me, there was a problem of the music, always there is mostly a problem of music. But he built this film on uh, on this music. 
Yeah. I read, read that it was the drummer. Yeah. Then. Antonio Sanchez. So he was the drummer, and he 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 built he made first the music this. Oh really? And yeah, improvising it according to what Inaritu wanted. Like uh, he, mm -hmm. he said, it's okay if it's okay or not. And then he went, he let him improvise, and then he made the film on that. Wow. So, so I didn't hardly un understand that uh, because I don't understand the music, but. Then the man, every now and then, he was sitting there with his drums in the cellar or somewhere and doing that. And in the, it, it was an essential part of the film. That I understood, of course. Yeah. Put it, it like propelled it forward all the time. Mm. And then became because of the, what comes out of the cinematography for me is the corridors. Mm. The, the corridors in that film were perfect. So I understand why they gave him Oscar. But <laughs> um, I... Okay, that from that later. But anyway, the the color of the corridors, you remember? It, they had a special color. I think they were... Kind of mushroom. Yeah, yellow, green, mushy things underground somewhere there, mm. between some. They're really, we are in somewhere in tunnels and underground. Yeah, not in fresh true. air. Fresh air at all. That's I love really those. True. It was full of feeling. Mm. The, the corridors were full of feeling. The, there were a lot of corridors which were no people at all, empty. Mm. We saw them. And it's like. Showing in a film, you make a film with people and then you show cor empty corridors. So yeah. what's the point? But the point for me was lovely. I just loved those corridors, mm. full of feelings. It, yeah, it there felt... was this one moment, very beautiful shot of the corridor, very symmetrical. And the, we, yes, they, were, yeah. they were having the preview and then the camera just went up the stairs and just wait, waited there in the yeah. corridor until yeah. Michael Keaton came in front and then they just go together yeah. and I love that the camera kind of went before yeah. <laughs> the actor and just waited for the actor yeah. to come and it was beautiful shot so I, I think that that, um, that the camera this cinematographer Emmanuel Lubetsky I think he was um, awarded Oscar for me or at least he was on uh, oh it's possible because it's yeah. not like I think he got all Oscar. the Oscars or something yeah. He was so at many. least in the list, but uh, I think he got it. Even. Did Edward but, uh, Norton got an Oscar? He, no. Ah. Who who got an Michael Keaton got an Oscar? No. Yeah, Michael Keaton got Oscar. Ah, really? Wow. I think he got Oscar, and Edward Norton was on the line to get it, but he didn't get it, and Simmons got it. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. No, Simmons. J.K. Simmons got the best man yeah. Oscar, and not uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was online also. Ah, okay. But who was the side Oscar? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Um, uh, okay, whatever. I so Edward Norton should have Oscars. got it, I think. He, he For was, sure. Uh, he was <laughs> full of energy and intelligence and doing whatever he likes. He's like... Playing in that play, you know, like playing like a child in that play, but mm. anyway, not doing really harm, even if he was doing harm. Mm. It's, it's really something amazing. And 
Edward Norton has always a problem in my eyes mm-hmm. because he's he's not the actor which is normal. No, but mm-hmm. we talked about Miles Teller in the Whiplash. You remember the boy? Mm-hmm. He looks so normal. You said that he looked like your any of your friends or so. Yes. Edward Norton never looks like that. No, he's, that's yeah, true. that's his problem. Yeah. And his voice and his acting, he's so extraordinary. So he has big problems and he always solves them. He's very good. Yeah, even, I, yeah, yeah, it's true. He, he should get that prize for that. He's always somehow extraordinary or something like that. He's always yeah. somehow stands out. I was so amazed when he got in the stage in the bed with Naomi Watts and he wanted to make love to her in there on the stage and Naomi was flabbergasted and ooh, what happened? If I was there, I would have liked it. <laughs> Any woman would have, or maybe not. But, but, but who can resist such arrogance? It's really arrogant. Yeah, he was really arrogant. Yeah, make like... sex, not love, but sex. Yeah. It was arrogant. And then when I compare the corridors into other films with corridors, you know that there are a lot of films with corridors. <laughs> yeah. It started with Ozu and yeah. even maybe before, I don't know, but Ozu. Ozu with the shots, maybe not corridors, but kind of straight shots, slight yeah. corridors. He's the and leveling, like prototype. Productive of a corridor, yeah. corridor uh, director. But then we have others like, um, you know, in Ozone, Francois Ozone, mm-hmm. he made this uh, film I, I told you about five times two. Mm. A French uh. film called Five Times Two, Rakkaus Menoja Palu in Finnish. And, Imbecile name in Finnish. <laughs> yeah, how did they love, came up with that? Love going and coming. Oh, oh. How but did they come that? So five times two, it already says in the name that there are five times to a couple. Mm. A five, five scenes from a couple's life. Mm. Which is uh, compared to many many movies, you can see that there are, like Inari also makes this. Mm. Yeah, that's different scenes. But Every time between these five, mm. he may put a corridor, which was fitting part Be- of the film. Between so, the parts, or yeah, between the parts, it separated the parts. You could see that film. Is it? It's very interesting filming, because mm. it's part, like once they're in a, in a hospital and then then in the corridor of hospital, mm. and then they're in another place and they have a corridor and then comes another scene of the marriage. Mm. That, that's kind really interesting. Thing. Yeah, but nothing like Inaritu. Inaritu made it beautiful. I didn't really like that Ozon. Oh, okay. It was a marvelous film, this five times two, but I didn't give it five stars only because of the corridors. It was so obvious. Too obvious. Yeah. But Inaritu, it was not obvious. I, I, it, it, now that you mentioned about the corridors, it's really like now I realize that ev- the whole movie happens in this complex labyrinth of the theater. I really can you cannot map the place like where no. is what, and yeah. it's always just it's kind of uh, little paths, like twisting signing. and turning. Yeah, like signing, it's the labyrinth. Like 
and it, yeah and it's kind of like last kind of life yeah it's, Isn't it's very genius? interesting yeah it's genius so you remember Naomi Watts yeah <laughs> I, I like I seeing him in Inarito movie yeah, it's yeah not, also like natural 21 grams mm. so she's she's really lovely anyway always I like yeah. her but here she was a theater person and in her first ever part in theater in the film yeah in the film not reality but in the film so she talked very dirty you remember um what do you mean dirty she opened the door and come into the studio door of this man and talks in dirty words uh, saying uh, things I know, I don't think so. I think she... Look at it again and see. It's no, really I... funny because she thought probably I, when I saw her there, yeah. I thought, okay, probably she th- it's part of the theater language. Look at it again. Uh, there was one moment when he said some bad things um, about the... It doesn't mean bad things, I think. It's just dirty thought. No, I don't think. No, every word he said, she was was like very, she tried to be nice. Like. Yeah, yeah, but in the dirty words. I don't don't understand that. (laughs) So you have to look at it again. So I I understood that it says she understood, like the theater life is like that. We talk like that. It's well, okay. It's also a good joke, I think. Okay, it's maybe there's funny. like was one one scene when she came when Edward Norton was ne- standing naked, waiting for to be changed, and then Naomi Watts came in and started talking that she doesn't want uh, the Michael Keaton's, he doesn't want uh, Emma Stone to just barge in while Edward Norton is naked because she's uh, like this and that. Like kind of talking behind her back, and then she realized that she was there, and that was kind of the moment when she um, was kind of saying something in a dirty way, something bad about somebody. But every other moment, she felt. I don't mean that. Yeah, but I don't understand. Like there was the Emma well, Emma Stone talked says... in dirty way. She talked in a dirty way. Yeah, and there was the a... lover and who <laughs> talked about dirty way. I don't really understand no. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so we have to see it together maybe one day. So yeah. she comes in and says, just, I don't remember what she says, it's a, so many months since I saw it. But she comes and says that in five minutes we have a scene, so come, or something like that. But she says it in a, she puts into it a dirty word. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I could say some sentence to you in Finnish which is very dirty, just for example, <laughs> no. but I don't want to do it. No, let's not start yeah, saying so dirty. So, so you mean that she curses? I don't understand. Dirty, I think. <laughs> not just... Uh... Okay. Um, yeah, it's a kind of a theater way of talking. But you know what reminded it. me of Naomi Watts in that movie? What? Many, mo- many times. While uh, she was that, which was kind of funny that um, she she reminded me f- for some weird reason a lot about Mulholland Drive of mm. David Lynch. Do you remember yeah. that film? Yes, yes. And and there Naomi Watts also plays a woman who is an amateur actress who is the who has the big chance 
or like mm. to he in Mulan drives he comes to Hollywood and mm. sees the first time in Hollywood kind of wanting to get into it like now in Birdman she gets into the Broadway and she's kind of kind of feels like similar kind of uh, uh, um, insecure person yeah. like in yeah, this one know. and yeah. she needs confront and uh, encouragement and then uh, she, she gets kind of a little bit heavy stuff on her in this one and there was even a, a lesbian scene in mm. Mulholland Drive and in this one with that same character and that for yeah. me was a really weird coincidence that Naomi Watts plays such a similar character maybe she me, I think. Just be himself. He looked yeah. uh, right bloated and uh, not so shape. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? He looks like an old man. Yeah, he is an old man. Yeah, but without, uh, you can also make exercise and be and uh, make yourself <laughs> thinner, thinner and so uh, on. Like, like J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he in this way, this one he he came a sixty-year-old man who had been once a bird man, a sharp and mm. energetic, and now he's old, bloated fellow. <laughs> so it's it's really nice that he don't mind it. Yeah, it kind of uh, fitted in that context, then that it that he was. Yeah, of course, that's part of it. Mm -hmm. Without it, it wouldn't look real. Yeah. And then when he got stuck into the stage door and his uh, robe, yeah, he left and he went with his underwear all through. Mm -hmm. I was really happy with that because when he got stuck and I thought, oh my God, no, what happened? And then I thought, no, just walk. Mm. Walk through those people and don't care, and he did that. I was, <laughs> I wanted to applaud him, really. Yeah. Uh, really. So there you could see all his body. Yeah. And not so nice. Not so nice body, but uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's what's marvelous was about it, no? Yeah, and he was bald. Mm -hmm. uh, he didn't have. He always took his wig off, and he didn't have mm -hmm. a nice hair. And he had no uh, chance. He was old, grumpy guy. He was he had no other chance but to walk through those people if he wanted that play, and he wanted that play mm. on all costs. So he had to, and he made it himself. And maybe Edward Norton gave him strength to that before mm. doing all those crazy things. So mm. he also did the crazy thing. Yeah. And, and the, the woman critic was the terrible nasty person in that film. Yeah, again I yeah, I, now now we agree with something is 
I really disliked the critic. It was... But we agree also with that. that <laughs> yeah. Keaton, Keaton was bloated and old, and that's yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah, we agree on many things. I know, yeah. I know, I, I, I really, yeah. The critic was for me like I when Keaton uh, gave the same thing to her, I was like, yeah, give it to her. You mm. know, I was really on Keaton's side. Like, who is she yeah. to say anything and? How yeah. is she has any saying? And it's the same thing in Whiplash. Like we are starting to value yes, yeah. this art either based on torturing the artist and the the me mental health or putting a critic to one person or like a couple of persons' uh, hands to, to think what they s see fit into it. Of, of course, I think it's... Like, I feel like Keaton's don't really have any right to also go to her and try to you know sell him as an artist as a value for his art that because what he has gone through to make it that it's somehow good or something people can it doesn't mean anything on that you know you, you should just shouldn't you know like like it's I think it's uh, it was Kitson's fault in that way and, but, but he put all his money in that, all his house, his life. All yeah, his... and and it's not fair that she she then uh, just wants to destroy it because she doesn't like it. And but like this that... is a question of power. Yeah, just exactly. Like she's, she's, yeah, she's uh, also a sadistic uh, power monger who mm. just likes to put her things on yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. Like I I really agree with Keaton. Like. Just give it to her as filthy and dirty as possible, and just make like, you know, rip her writing apart. And yeah, I really, oh, I really love it. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say something about Emma Stone again. Yeah. You remember Emma Stone from Magic in Moonlight? I I haven't seen that. Yet. Well, I know, but yeah, yeah, but I was with her big eyes and stupid been... Lily, so so I wanted Woody Allen to throw her away, you remember? So <laughs> anyway, anyway, now she was here and I hated her intensely <laughs> from, the, from the first moment and then I've I'm been thinking about that. It has uh, something behind it, you know, because she is young, she yeah. is sexy, she is in uh, the, the away from drugs. She's on uh, way away from drugs, and she's not experienced in things. So I didn't feel any of that as uh, true. She didn't act well, mm. and I was thinking because she was on also on succession to get Oscar for that part. Mm. Yeah, and everybody said. Every critic praises her, wonderful, 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 and I always think, why, why, why? And then I got an idea. You know why? Yeah. Because of her eyes. <laughs> I hate her eyes. They're so big and wee. So, anyway, so... Uh, then I realized that it depends on the eyes. She looks at you, any any film she does, she looks at you like she knows more than she is, that the actress is acting, the role she's acting. She should know exactly as much as the role she's acting and not more. But her eyes look like she knows more. 
That's why I hate her. Mm. That's why I hate her eyes. And that's why uh, the eyes, because of the eyes, I hate her, not because of anything else. Mm. So now I realize that I, I hate her because her eyes, she's not a good actress. Mm. Because, because Edward Norton's eyes, eyes are, don't know, don't say more than she, he knows. But Michael Keaton's eyes don't say more than he knows. Yeah. Or, or Naomi Watts's. Look at them. They, they are exactly like the, they are the character. Yeah, Emma Stone is understand. not the character. She knows more. What do you mean about more? Like that she knows that she's an actor uh, who plays a uh, Yeah, she knows all the parts she has ever acted and she knows all the things and she's read and everything. And you can see some, she hasn't been able to control her eyes. Mm. She should go and learn acting. Yeah, I think it. I I didn't. I don't have a hate relation with her <laughs> <laughs> like you do. I don't. I don't mind her. I don't think she's you know yeah, anything. No, like all and the rest. Yeah, I, I don't praise her either. I just never really had any care. I didn't care about her at all. I didn't see a, like a magnificent film where she stood out for me and. I somehow got interested in her as in career or stuff like just some person who is not a bad actor you know and um and I feel like in this movie see because I knew you you hate her so I I was like looking at it like how she performs and everything and she, she was okay and she was quite good and I didn't think she was bad but what you said about her being a con convincing, um, uh, like, uh, post, like, uh, coming out of the drug addiction, I, I can kind of see that. Like, I didn't, I don't know if she totally convinced, like, when, when Edward Norton, like, I, I think more of her character came out of the dialogue than her performance. And that's kind yeah. of a difference in it. That yeah. that I st I knew more and more about, and I really went more into the character through the dialogue, of course, which yeah. is usually in movies. But her performance didn't say it that but much. Edward Norton's performance did. Yes, he did. Yeah. You know, Keaton did. And Naomi Watts also. And yeah, like... but she didn't. And you remember when she was sitting on the balustrade there up there on the yeah. terrace? Or out the street, you know how much I wanted her to fall. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, but then I had a problem with the end. Because why did he fly? That was the name in the beginning. The unexpected virtue, <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, when he went, I what for? What did he go? You know that he blew up his nose. It all started mm. from that. So when he they take off, he went to hospital, mm. and his next thing he's in the hospital, and they they take off his um, bandage. He has a nose. Yeah, they they mentioned that they reconstructed somehow. That he has a new oh, nose now, and that now he can just blow up his nose and get a new one yeah. every time yeah. when he does it's, it. It's so stupid. Oh, okay. So 
that was why I gave it only four stars and oh. not five. Because this nose was not convincing and why he flew mm. in the end. It's one of those Inaritus uh, Latin things, I think. <laughs> he has to... But wasn't it uh, kind of... Uh, because you were talking about the beginning, he was floating and uh, he was light. Levita levitating. levitating, yeah, he was light, he was floating. So don't you feel like there's some kind of connection with the ending and the whole concept of flying and being a birdman? Kind of, and then he's like able to levitate outside of the window or fly even we don't really know I Just think... to, that he kind of uh, he doesn't it kind of like <laughs> say very clearly that he achieved some kind of illumination of of you know spiritual ex um, floating whatever <laughs> experience so I think that this is a man's movie yeah. Made in a man's point of view, it's a man movie, not the uh -huh. woman movie at all. You can see what this man is doing. It's all from his point of view. It's okay. I don't say it's not. It's Inarito's way of doing it. But I I uh, recommend him. But well, it's a man's movie. Birdman. But why is why 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 is it specifically man and not unisex? Why isn't why is it why it's isn't it gender neutral? Yeah. I can uh, say that why mm -hmm. it's because he's in levitating in the beginning, and that's understandable for anybody, woman or man. In the beginning, when he's levitating, oh, yeah. it's spiritual thing. Ah, it and can be, it could be a woman also. Yeah, you mean okay? Yeah, and moving the things by your eye, horse, and anything, all those things you can do by. It. But then he has this mistress and he's uh, making ex-wife, he's uh, divorcing, his uh, mm -hmm. wife is divorcing him because he's silly, and so on, he's doing silly manly things. And then he goes to fly. For no woman would have like. That's why I didn't understand it probably. <laughs> but, uh, why? Because if he can levitate. <laughs> It's enough. It's, it's it's spiritual thing, but the only man can jump out of the window and fly. Okay. And no woman would have done that. And that's why maybe I didn't understand it. And it's in order to okay, let him do it. But that's why he don't get my five stars. <laughs> <Okay>. Four. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's not well uh, grounded. You know, you the funny thing is, <laughs> no, the flying was not well grounded. No base, no base. He has no base. <laughs> His air base is is blown off. Let him fly around like a man. Um. <clears throat> and what do you think about the? Mm, because I I feel like a, a many a big concept of the movie was that that uh, the. The, the difference between like how we value art as an entertainment or high quality yeah uh, concept like um, that with with Michael Keaton is kind of going through and troubling um, yeah you say you don't say you say that you don't understand the ending so I don't ask about that but, uh, uh, but I just 
understood the ending. I now understood it when I talked about it. Uh, it's a man, a man ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But so, what, what? But what do you mean? What do you think that that connects into the 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 question of what he was going through about art? Do you think uh, that he reads a certain ignorance or naiveness about his art, art or his career or was it that he was able to break through himself um, to to kind of achieve a new kind of uh, level of artistic value because yeah. it, it was yes. so real as as kind of what I meant originally to comparison to whiplash where the same thing happens that we are pushed into a, another kind of uh, level of uh, to produce art. Yeah, I think he succeeded. He's, uh, he's, he did. And what do you think about that? Like, because we were talking a lot about our disagreement with Viplas and how Viplas portrays this 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 um, kind of. Uh, weird sadomasochistic relation between this student and teacher and how it's really unhealthy way of looking at art. How, what do you think about the Birdman's uh, suiting of the nose and that, that he's kind of uh, praised for doing that? Yeah, like he, he's walking I on the street with, yeah, with yeah. his underpants and that gets more views than the play that he's doing, that people are more interested in his underpants than his his theater play. And then yeah, nobody that's... nobody wants to even hear about this theater play unless he blows up his nose. But that is the sad state of the world, that they don't, that he has to blow up his nose to, to be convincing in the art. And they're more interested. It's a sad state of the world, it shows. That's for me. But Michael Keaton succeeded. He was good mm. in that play. He, he said, I think the play was wonderful. From the beginning I thought that he will be successful. Yeah, and, and people, uh, the audience in general, they liked the play. Mm. Only the critic was like the main thing that didn't like the play because she, she was posing as true or something. They lost the power and they didn't like that. They, they like to keep the power. So, in... Um, I think Edward Norton was the propelling point for Keaton. He was lucky to have him. Mm. And he was the kind of a whipping person there, but in a good way. He made mm. troubles. He made horrible troubles to this Regan. Yeah. And and in that way help him. I think... In that troubles yeah. he would not succeeded. I think that... Edward Norton's character kind of sets up the whole idea that the, I think the movie is not in... It feels like um, how I see the movie is that it's not in reality. The movie is not about reality. It's not like Whiplash where it's really a, a character story and Life. about real experience or, you know, this this, this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Birdman happens... In, it's very... it's it's very symbolical and it's very surrealistic and Edward Norton character is there just to create the the contrast next to Keaton 
he's kind of like this yeah. this element he's he's just an element in the movie it doesn't uh-huh. really have any reality base because that it's very uh absurd his character it is absurd but it's comical too and exactly. that's one of the latin things from inari too that is one of the <laughs> shakings and the color that we get wonderful <laughs> that we got it in the end you remember the end of amores perros uh, uh, not really. Um, the I, man, I the remember man. the old man that he saved his uh, beard and then he did something. Yes. So he uh, had his dogs killed by the one dog in earlier. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of dogs. Oh, yeah. this man. And he lived in an old place which was something just... Like deep, deep garage deep. or something. Yeah. And then he took that dog, mm-hmm. the dog which was in fights, and this dog killed all his other dogs. Mm-hmm. One day he came home and these dogs were dead. And only this dog, this black big dog was there. And then he shaved himself in the end. He put himself a clean dress, a uh, suit, Mm. And took the dog, and they walked into the desert, away, far away, like in the westerns to the mm. sunset. Yeah. yeah, I hate that end. I don't. I, this this is my problem with Inaritu, because I like that man live nicely in his beard. He was looking very nice with his beard and his shaggy things, and when he cut himself. He was not any more nice-looking, nice man. Or maybe Inarito wanted just to say that. <laughs> that you are clean and part of society and not shaggy and you are like in office work. Mm-hmm. You're not nice anymore. Yeah. And the killing dog with him. And then they go into the eternity. Maybe, right? yeah, maybe it's a tragic um, ending in that sense. Yeah. Gives up, kind of. It's. It didn't convince me. I was so disappointed with that film with disappointment because of that. But maybe that was a point I didn't understand until today, until Inarito makes more films and explains himself more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so this ending. Yeah, Birdman also had a disappointing end. And maybe one day I will and un- will like it. I don't know. The, the men fly I... through the window. What what do you say about the you you talk about the men and ending and stuff, but as a man I don't really understand it as much as you do. Like for me it's also a very confusing ending and I don't know if I like it. I I didn't like the nose thing. I thought the nose thing was just weird and stupid um, element and that him he flying it, it so Emma, Emma Stone looking at him flying it it just. Um, it didn't do that much for me. I like that it, you know, it's it's a nice cue to end it in that kind of mystery and. But uh, not perfect. Yeah, the it wasn't perfect. Rest, rest of the film was perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah, perfect, beautiful. It's like a puzzle with together, very, 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 very yeah, nice and, one. And, the, and, and the, then to end it like a shit. Yeah. And and like. In terms of kind of um, in like also for me because of the ending also it was kind of the the theme of the movie 
it, it for me it didn't uh, achieve uh, the the level of to explore the theme of the movie about that those that contrast of what he's kind of there's a character story of him but for example like I, it reminded me a lot of the um, TV series called Extras by an English comedian called uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh, um, and yeah. I I absolutely love that TV series and it's yeah, a, it's I th I, I think it was two seasons oh you saw it also I just I yeah I've seen um I it I think it was two seasons that it came out and the whole series is about the uh, a man in Eng England an actor who is an extra in movies. Mm. So it's always it explores the kind of extra ex, the point of view of extras in movies, and mm. he wants to make it big. He wa like he wants to become <laughs> a successful. He wants to become a yeah. real actor. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, but the thing that he ends up into, and the, what the whole series about is in the end is about this actor having to decide whatever he wants to make entertainment, uh, which is uh, to. Uh, to get a lot of money from uh, more poor quality, like a sitcom mm. uh, thing that he ends up into, that is very successful. Everybody uh, watches it and likes it, but he's a clown who mm. just jumps around and does, and he doesn't like like it mm. uh, himself. And it's considered, it's not considered as the great artist as some somebody else you know like these great actors is not jeremy uh, irons or yeah. you know like these yeah, yeah. Uh, high quality actors he's yeah. just some clown you know but he yeah. gets a lot of money from it and then and then he has the choice to also become like a, a artist to make something things but then he has to come with in terms that he may not have so much money and success then he's mm. not known, he's not popular, he's not a celebrity, mm. he's more in a closed group mm. and he's battling with deciding what he wants from his life. Mm. And this dilemma, this struggle goes throughout two series of this, this drama and they really developed that character and it really touched me personally, mm. that series about the, the integrity of your art and your creativity and how you approach it yourself, your own, like, uh, in your own career in and in your output. And in mm. Birdman, it was more, I feel like it, it dealt with same themes, but it was more abstract and more distant and it didn't connect me that ending and that Keaton's kind of thing. Although I saw it, but, and I know, understand that team, I understand it so much. But we, are, but we have to understand that Ricky Service, or what mm -hmm. is, yeah, he's a serious person. He takes very seriously his. He hits you with his things, like shocking you to death. Really, <laughs> they're so true. They're always so true. And he's a very serious person and makes heavy things, but he's Latino. <laughs> he loves this. Uh, we have to see these uh, letters of of the. Maybe I start to understand you. Film in the again when the letters go dap dap tip dap in the Latino Latino. <laughs> you know, uh, okay. he, he's that way, and mm. we have, we can enjoy him that way, and mm. we always have loved him, no? Yeah.
Yeah, so he was very lucky, in fact, to get Edward Norton. Yeah. And, and Michael Keaton, too, was lucky himself to get to that. It's like his life. But the, what you told about these uh, extras, mm -hmm. it's the same story as this Birdman. No? Yeah, it's the same story. And it's just kind of, it works out as is in the series as time progresses. And the, we see in, in real time how he tries to battle with it. Because it's really hard decision. And here it's kind of made into one movie. And I, I more love the... I love. I really love loved uh, Birdman. It was really cool movie. I really like to be in it and in that environment. Uh, but also for me, the ending didn't connect, and um, it didn't convince me the nose thing, like what you said. Also, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, in the end, he has a fake nose. Mm -hmm. It's not real. So no, what no. was real about his his It looks resolution? real. It's his own nose. Yeah. So it's kind of. You know, it. I don't necessarily. I don't feel why he's levitating in the end, or you know, flying. Why? What is his? He got his press and popularity, and kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I, I like. Uh, well, but would you recommend the film to see? Well, that's kind of. Uh, some people seem to like it, and some people didn't. I feel like. A lot from some people maybe the I, I just talked uh, now with Vincent and he said that for him the, it, it was the the way it was filmed uh, was like kind of um, didn't fit to him into the movie that the, the that I think for some people the style of the movie it's it uh, can be um, isolating or something I don't know like it's it's not a conventional movie. It's very abstract and it's very surrealistic. Everything. But so I, I can imagine good. that for not it's not for everybody maybe, but I would definitely recommend people to watch it. It's How many really... stars did you give it? I think I gave it. I think Whiplash I gave eight out of ten, and I think. Uh, Birdman I gave 9 out of 10 because oh. the the movie itself is just really amazing achievement it's really a example of of amazing filmmaking in all parts but it's not the perfect movie of course but it was really really incredible uh, um, experience yeah. But I'm I'm eight or nine. I'm kind of somewhere between there. Maybe I don't know. If... I I gave Whiplash five mm. of my five. Mm -hmm. I always give five is the most, and I gave Whiplash five mm. because it was uh, perfect and it also taught me things very deep. Mm. Well done, very moving. And good acting, good directing, everything. And to this Birdman, I give four mm. because of of the ending of and uh, Emma Stone's uh, stupid eyes. And <laughs> so there were some mistakes in it mm. in in this one. Mm. But I I really recommend. Uh, 
in Aritus uh, craziness. I'm, I'm waiting for him uh, wonderful things more. Yeah, I can't wait for him to make more and more movies. Didn't we have fun with that? Um, with, uh, with what? With Birdman. Yeah, Birdman was with funny. The, with the movie Birdman. Yeah. And maybe, maybe Emma Stone with, his, with her horrible eyes uh, is same thing like uh, Rosamund Pike was in Gone Girl. No, a woman who is hateable. Hateable. So maybe that's just what it was convincing that she's so hateable. I don't think it was meant to be hateable like in Gone Girl. No? No, I don't think so. I could have pushed her down that bulk. <laughs> <laughs> she should really do something about acting, learning acting. Put away from the eyes that uh, knowing look. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so. Well, so, yeah. Well, I think that was everything for Birdman that we have. Yeah, that that's everything. We have wrapped it up. Yeah. We okay. have wrapped it up and we can throw it out of the window so it can fly away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>